Welcome back to another edition of St. Pius X Football with Greg Cranfield. I'm Joshua Cook. Of course, that's the man, the myth, the legend himself, Greg Cranfield, head coach of the St. Pius X Panthers. Coach, um, coming off a little bit of a tough one last week, he falls short 17-7 to to the Woodlands Christian Academy, 1-2 on the 2022 season now. Just kind of walk us through that one as you had a few days to kind of digest it now. Yeah, I tell the kids every time after the game, you know, as a coach, you look at it, and it's never as bad as it seems, and it's never as good as it seems. And I think for us watching that video, that's exactly what we saw. You know, we saw a bunch of kids out there that were fighting and, and scratching and clawing, and uh, and and that's that's on the positive side. And then we saw some guys that that we may have in positions um, that that aren't really allowing them to be successful. Um, so as a coaching staff, we go back and we, you know, we kind of evaluate ourselves and say, did, did we cause this by, by, by putting that kid in that situation? Um, and then, you know, always put it back on us because our kids are fighting, man. I tell them they come to work every day with great attitudes and they, they put out tremendous effort and, and, and we'll go to war each week with them. And that's exactly what they do. Um, the Woodlands Christian is, is, is a well-coached football team. Um, they they e- exploited some of the weaknesses that we felt like we had going into the game and, and and they found them and and we tried and tried and tried to manipulate and move around um but like i said all the way to the last uh in the last drive in the fourth quarter we had we were moving the ball down we had already talked about our onside kick and 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 we were ready to go and then um you know two red zone turnovers in a game like that that's 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 that evenly matched in our opinion uh, was the difference in the game you know they they were able to finish drives and we did not we moved the ball up and down the field offensively but you've got to score points uh, because no one gives you credit for any yards it's all about the points you put on the board so like I said we felt good watching the video on things that we we were doing well uh, we just gotta we just gotta fix some things and that's why we scheduled the way we did this year you know we wanted we wanted to put some tough opponents in front of us. Um, that way we could see what we needed to do in order to prepare for a pretty tough district schedule as well. Um, but it's all a part of the process and these guys believe in what we're doing. So uh, we're just, it's, it's another, it's another day for us and we're going to keep moving forward. Well, I tell you what, coach, you sound like a lot like uh, Frank Reich, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts team yesterday. <laughs> felt like, you know, we were moving the ball up and down the field, just couldn't, couldn't finish drives and they have to finish drives. And so it's for all the people out there, even in the National Football League, oh, the yeah. pros even have problems finishing yep. drives as well. As uh, I got to experience my first ever tie in a football game. Oh yes. yeah, how about that, you know, man? Did not know how to feel about that one, uh, but you know yeah. they were just like we didn't win and we didn't lose. So that's you know? right. That's right. So yeah, um, I, it reminded me we played. Golly, I want to. I can't even remember. Watchtall Baptist when I was a when I was a receiver at Tarleton. And had over 500 yards of offense and scored seven points. Um, it's just because of the fact that, you know, execution down in the red zone is always a priority for us. But that doesn't mean that it, it's going to always equate to to points. And in critical situations, you know, it's, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but we've got to make great decisions in critical situations. Um, that sometimes it's okay to punt. And that's even back on me. You know, I went for it on fourth down uh, with, with us being fourth and, and and very short. And I felt like we could get it. And I was wrong. You know, we, we didn't execute up front. 
and didn't get it. And that was, that led to one of their touchdowns. So yeah, part of that's on me, you know, and the fact of, uh, of I, I've got to make better decisions as a, as a head coach as well. Um, there is tremendous accountability that we're holding on our kids right now. Um, and, and that's because I keep telling them we are looking at this through a telescope and are looking at the big picture. So when you feel like, well, coach, I, I still made the play, but it wasn't done the correct way. Um, those types of things, if they're overlooked, will end up getting you beat, you know, down in district in the playoffs. And we're trying to, to, to emphasize that with the kids. I tell them if Bryce takes the snap, turns around backwards and throws it over his head, but we complete that pass, is that a great play? Well, the answer is no. It worked out, but that doesn't mean it's a great play. And we're not going to we're not going to say that that's a good thing. We're, you know, um, we're going to try to fix those types of things where kids don't feel like it's all about, you know, the outcome, but more importantly, the process in order to, to do it over a long period of time. You know, I know during practices, you know, I, I know everything's worked on during practices, special teams, sure. offense, defense, situational football and stuff like that. When you come off a game where, you you know, you have some struggles on third downs, converting those, you know, one of yeah. them last week and, and turnovers in the red zone and not finishing drives in the red zone. Do you do you focus a little bit more on that or how do you approach yeah, I, creating I those you. situations? I can show you right now it, it, that gold section right there is is third down good on good because we've been going offense versus a scout team, um, but we feel like we've got to find ways both offensively and defensively to, to match the intensity of a Friday night football game. So one of the periods that we're putting in is a good on good third down. Uh, it doesn't matter what offense or what defense. It's just the competitive nature uh, of of knowing that that's the best eleven versus the best eleven, and and we're going to try to get after each other today. So, you know, we feel like it, you know at some points that we do have to evaluate how we're doing it, and is there something more that we can do? You know, you're so worried about injuries, and and you know we've already uh, been in a situation where Jose Rivera, our our all state knows has suffered a, a, an injury and, and Ethan McMahon and all state defensive back, same thing. So you, you don't want to, to, to bang around and practice so much that you're losing kids, but then there's a sense in, in your mind that says you've got to get them ready for Friday nights. Um, so we're, we're going to try to turn it up one more notch. You know, even when you think you're working at a 10, we're going to try to dig and find another way to see if we can get a little bit better. And that's, that's what we're doing starting today. Looking back at last week's game, you had your Raising Canes, Kaniac co-offensive players of the week, Jackson Mobley, seven catches for 120 yards and a touchdown, Vincent Doucette, 10 catches for 98 yards. So nice night for both of those guys on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I think Bryce will tell you those are the – right now, uh, those are the his his top two targets, um, you know, just, just by the way that we've set. We've got a, a great group of receivers with Justice Prince and Ryan Fowlhat and – KJ Dibble, just to name a few of them. But uh, right now, as far as the execution side of it goes, those two guys are, are day, uh, day in, day out, uh, doing the work and, and, and reaping the benefits on Friday. Um, we still feel like they've got room for improvement, and that's why they want to work, and that's why they want to stay after and, and get those things fixed. And, and, and that's, that's an exciting part 
for us as coaches. And, and like I said, um, they'll be the first to tell you that Bryce is, is delivering the ball to them in situations in which is allowing them to be successful. Um, so it's a good feeling to know that all those guys know uh, it's not just about them. It's about this team and what we need to do in order to keep moving forward. And then on the defensive side of the ball, the Raising Canes, Kaniac, co-defensive players of the week, Aiden Allen, 10 ta total tackles, three tackles for loss, two sacks, two hurries, one block field goal. And then Travis Pesic, nine solo tackles, eight assisted tackles, 17 total tackles for the week. I mean, I can see why he did co-defensive players for sure. I mean, oh, Pesic yeah. had a yeah. great game at 17 tackles. And then, I mean, Aiden Allen doing what we expected him to do coming into the season as the All-Stater he is. That's that's exactly correct. And and like, you know, this is Travis's second time to get it uh, as a co-defense player. Uh, but but you're talking about Mr. Consistency. I mean, 17 tackles is is pretty in a pretty exceptional night um, and he's doing things the right way and 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 very proud of, of the work that he's putting in. And and Aiden um, is, is doing probably exceeding. I mean, he's, he's he we already knew he was good, but he's got a different gear this year. And and he's starting to show it, and and that's that's a big thing, you know. He's he's flying around the field and 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 grading out well. Uh, you know, teams are smart; they're not going to run at him. Um, and and when they do, he's finding ways to get to people on the ground, and then that and that's 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 why he's being so successful. So proud of both of those guys as well. Then finally, your special teams player of the week, Adrian Narvaez, short snapping in for his long snapping duties as well. Yep, he you know he plays center for us and maybe a little undersized, but that's a kid that I mean he'll fight, and that's why he's able to start for us at, at center. Uh, but then he's also got the short snapping duties and the long snapping duties, and and you know that's one of those things you and I often talk about about the what a lot of people call, consider the small things, but there are there are no small things. You let a guy snap the ball over someone's head in a punt situation, and then all of a sudden what everybody thought was a small thing now has become a huge thing. Um, so very proud of the work Adrian's putting in and, and, and what he's doing for this team. Well, that's all the look back at last week. This week you get Lamarck. Uh, you've got two more non-district games and then a bye week. So yes. two more chances to kind of, you know, tighten things up, you know, rev things up into uh, getting ready to open up district play. Do you at a certain point, and that you know, I know injuries factor into this and youth and all that stuff, but like at this point, when you know you look at the schedule, you go, okay, we've got two more games, actual physical games that we have left before district, three weeks before district. Do you ramp it up to that next level to be like, hey guys, like we're running out of time as far as games that don't count towards us making the playoffs? Right. Then we need to start fixing these things when we got two more chances to do it. Yeah, I think each week, um, I think successful programs will do exactly what you're saying, and that's what we're trying to do is is just to increase the intensity just a little bit more each week. Um, and, and to your point, you get to a a a situation in which you say, "Okay, guys, it's I can't make excuses for you anymore." You know, you're either doing what you're you've been asked to do, or you're not. And it's, it's getting to be that time for me to have to go coach someone else. Doesn't mean that we don't like you. We love all of our kids. Um, but I tell them all the time, I love, I love Brady. But Brady would not start for us because he's not the best. 
at this point, you know? Um, so just because I love you doesn't mean that you get to start or doesn't mean you get to, that you get to play. We've got to put guys out on the field that are doing their jobs. And, and that's, that's kind of where we're at with the, with a couple of them. Uh, just to, to say, look, you're running out of time, um, you know, to, to show us that you are the guy for that particular position. And hopefully, by doing that, those guys step up because that's ultimately what we want to do. We want to challenge them and we want to watch them rise to the occasion. Um, but there can't be excuses why you're doing what you're doing. Um, it really just comes down to results. We tell those kids all the time, the, the video on Saturday does not have any volume. So it doesn't matter what you say. It only matters how you play. Um, so we've got to, we've got to put a great resume for each one of those guys on video uh, uh, every Friday so that they can they can either keep keep their job or or we can put that job up on the selling block and see if there's somebody else that that, that can step in and take it. Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely getting down to a little crunch time. Not not super crunch time, but it, it's it the the, it's heat, getting, the heat's getting yeah. turned up a little bit. You're not exactly you're not right. just simmering the water anymore. The water's gone up to medium heat now. That's right. And, and, and I mean, I think that I mean that's just how I mean that's how football is, right? That's it. I mean, if if these guys want to go play, say they want to go play in college or NFL or anything like that. Let me look at the National Football League. If you're a kicker in Week One and you and you knocked two kickoffs out of bounds, which cost your team, you miss a field goal in in overtime, you're probably not feeling too good about your job coming in on Monday morning nope. because yeah. it's a result-oriented deal. College football, the same way. If you're not doing your job, there's another guy waiting to take that spot. Yep. And in high school, it's a little different because, you know, what we do is such relationship-based because we're around these guys all the time. And then the NFL and even NCAA, yeah. I mean, they'll they'll cut you that quick, you know. <laughs> they'll put you they'll put your head on that chopping block and say, "Be gone," um, because it is a business, you know. Um, for us, it's 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 that's th that's the hard part is the guys that you really care about um, that that have to be taught those lessons, and it's not just in life. I mean, you think about it in 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 the real world when it comes to your job it's the same thing you know the old saying you know you screw up once shame on you you keep screwing up you know the second time shame on me for letting you do it over and over and over again and for us that that's that's where it's got to be you know you screw up once that's part of it because the thing that a lot of people forget is that there are 11 guys on the other side of the football that are trying to stop you from doing what your goal is, you know? Um, so there's that part in it. Um, but, but like, like you said, you know, for us as coaches, it starts with us, you know, we, we've got to evaluate and, 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 and make some decisions on, are we in the right positions to, 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 to make these determinations? Have we given these kids enough opportunities? And, and if we have, then if, we have to move on to to the next guy because that's the thing that people forget. There's always a guy right behind him that's working just as hard and he's ready for his shot and ready for his chance. Um, so if, if you're not doing your job, then then you're not going to get uh, you're, you're not going to get that opportunity anymore. Um, but but again, ultimately, what do we want? We want to challenge these kids and we want to watch each one of them step up. Um, because that's the successful uh, side of athletics. It's not to beat people down. 
it's to challenge them that way they can build back up. And, and that's what we hope to do, you know? Well, it's like, I think at one point it might've been his hall of fame speech, but I know Tim Duncan, when he was talking about Greg Popovich, he was talking about how pop would break them down. And this yep. is when he was there and Parker there was there and Ginobili was there and build them all back up into right. the players they, they wanted and needed to be. And I think that's what, that's what you're talking about right yeah. there exactly is like, yeah, like I made the comment about college and NFL and that's a bigger business and stuff like sure. that. But what you're saying here is like with the high school kids, like, yeah, you need to learn, like you can't just consistently not do your job and continue to have that, that job. And so it's really, it's a life lesson through athletics to really challenge someone to step up into that role. Yeah. And you know, the old saying about sports building character and stuff like that. And if you ask anybody in, in the game, it's more that sports reveals character. And when it put in those situations, you can watch how those kids react. And, and you talk about teachable moments, you know, if a kid drops his head, when he's put in that situation, you, you have to look back and go, man, did I fail this kid by not showing him earlier that this was the outcome of, of, of poor play? Um, on the other side of it, we praise louder than we, we will ever, uh, you know, correct. And that's what we try to tell our kids. You know, in video, I, I asked them on Saturday, do you guys hear me say more good things or more bad things? And they're like, well, good things. And then I said, okay, do you focus more on the good things or do you focus more on the bad things? And obviously they're going to walk out. You can tell a kid 10, 10 great things and one bad thing, and he's going to walk out on, on with it, with that focus on that one bad thing. And, and that's okay. Cause we want him to fix that one, that one thing that he can, but we also want him to know that he's got, he's playing for a, 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 um, a plethora of coaches that are here building those kids up and praising them when they do, when they do great things. Um, you know, that, that's, that's the key to anything that, that we do uh, in school and, 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 and sports is just to try to keep putting these guys in real life situations and seeing how they respond. And hopefully the light clicks on and, and, and they, they react and respond the way that, that they need to in order to be successful. Um, there are going to be, I told them Saturday, you're going to have uh, bosses that will question you and you're going to have Bob uh, bosses that will challenge you. And if you were the type of kid or type of young adult that when challenged or questioned, you look at that as ridicule as opposed to someone that's trying to challenge you to make you better, then you're going to be miserable for a long time in your life. And what we want them to do is evaluate situations and say, what can I do to make this situation better? We often talk about whitewater rafting uh, and the importance of, of you having an oar in that whitewater raft. And I tell them all the time, you've got to be an active participant in your own survival. You can't hand your oar to other people your entire life and tell them, please row this boat and take care of me. At some point, you've got to you've got to grab the oar and you've got to row. And when it's called, you've got to do it. Um, and, and and that's what we want is just guys that are that are saying, Coach, give give it to me, give me the opportunity, and I'll show you that I can do it. And and that's that's the fun part about coaching. And we will leave it on 
that. Some some wise words from the great Greg Cranfield. <laughs> Everyone now is going to be using a white water raft as the uh, example here. So, yeah. uh, St. Pius Ten football back on the gridiron this Friday night. They take on Lamarck on the road, and then it's two more road games. So, um, actually, three straight road games. Yeah. So, uh, packing your bags and the and the lunch pails to go to work for the you next uh, couple, couple weeks. So, Lamarck on Friday night. St. Pius Ten Panthers are one and two on the 2022 season. Coach. Pre- time and of course uh, we're back here every single week with St. Pius 10th football with Greg Cranfield. Go Panthers! <laughs>